Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. Guys, exciting news. My North-South Attacking System Instructional is on sale for $9. This deal is live for the next 48 hours, I believe. Now, Brandon does this from time to time. He'll do these flash sales, and this is the first time he's done this with my instructional. I just found out that he was doing this, and I'm excited, and I know some of you have asked me about this instructional. Well, this is the perfect time to get it, or maybe you're just looking to support me and the podcast. This is a great way to do it. This instructional, I think, is unique. I do not think that there are any other instructionals out there like it. I feel like most of the instructionals I see are instructionals based around escapes or things like guillotines and darse chokes, like front headlock attacks, maybe back takes. Obviously, there's tons about leg locks, but when it comes to the north-south, there's not a lot of stuff out there. And I think the system that you'll get in this uh, will really give you a leg up in your gym. I guarantee there's really nobody in your gym playing the north-south position the way that I do. In this instructional, you will learn the north-south choke, obviously, as well as some passing, some pinning ideas. You'll learn a bunch of different back takes. You'll learn how to grab and attack the Kimura off the north-south. You'll learn how to hop from side to side. Um, There's just so much more. So please go and check that out. You can do that. I believe it's on Brandon's Instagram. There's a link there, but you can also just go to brandonmc.ninja and check it out there. Now, I've got a lot going on and a lot on my mind. The PGF is coming up, and as you guys know, I am one of the managers this season, so I will be picking a team. And this year, picking a team, I mean, it hasn't been as complicated (laughs) as it is this season because now I have been given a budget of $2,500, and I have to bid on five players to make up my team and I cannot overspend each player must make at least a hundred dollars so I could just get somebody for two thousand dollars and then I'd have five hundred dollars for the remaining four players obviously I could just do five hundred five hundred five hundred five hundred five hundred giving them all an equal share of the twenty five hundred there's just so many different ways to play this there are a ton of tough competitors this season. I feel like I'm underprepared because I haven't done all the research I need to just yet. And I am going to be making these picks this upcoming Sunday. So, man, next week is going to be a crazy one. And I have an idea of a couple of the guys that I'm like really wanting to get. But at the same time, I have no clue what the other managers are thinking. And I definitely don't want to overspend in those first couple of spots because if I do, then it'll just really leave me with a really tight budget for the next four guys. I just don't quite know the strategy that I am going to play yet. And what makes this really difficult is that two of the other managers are people that I know pretty well. And so I feel like we're all going to kind of want the same people and we might be bidding on the same people and I'm not wanting to get into a bidding war with any of them. Now in a perfect world, I would, you know, let's say uh, I know the first person that we're all going to be bidding on is Elijah Carlton. Elijah has had an insane PGF run. I mean, he is the face of the PGF. I think he's like 49 and two, which is just absurd. 
And so it's tough to choose against Elijah. I mean, again, the guy's like won almost every single one of his matches by submission in the PGF. And I would love to get Elijah, but I also would love to run him up really high. And so somebody is going to get him for like $1,200 where they're taking a big chunk out of their salary. But I don't know. You know, I could see getting in there and I definitely don't want to be left with Elijah, even though, again, he's amazing. I don't want to be the person that's trying to, you know, get somebody to overspend. And then I find myself being the one that overspends. (laughs) So we'll see. I'm going to be thinking a lot about that. But I've also been thinking a lot about the beginner class. Now, I taught my first beginner class of the year last week. I know that sounds crazy to say, uh, you know, me being a black belt uh, who does this full time that I haven't taught a beginner's class all year until last week. But yeah, I taught a class last week and I was showing some just really basic Uh, ideas on the half guard particularly when you get into like really poor position where you're flat backed they have an underhook and a cross face how do you manage to get back an underhook and start working towards your side where you're going to have a lot more viable options as the half guard player now over the years I have had a bunch of people come up to me and complain about the beginner class. They feel like it's too advanced. Now, what I mean by that is it's usually people that are frustrated with jiu-jitsu. They just haven't been around very long and they're struggling with it and they'll come to me and go, hey, I just feel like these movements are too advanced. Is there anything that's simpler? Like, is there just any techniques that we could do that are simpler than this? And I feel like a lot of people feel like they're missing just a couple of basic techniques that are going to unlock the rest of grappling for them. That if they just learn and practice these four or five different things, everything else will come much easier to them. Now, I know other people have approached me and asked me about this after seeing Gracie videos. Like somebody from the Gracie family is kind of talking trash about modern jujitsu and they're explaining why learning Modern techniques in the beginning is a poor strategy to learning jujitsu, and how can this be super overwhelming? And then I've even seen videos where they've talked about how it can be dangerous. And so people will come and they're like, you know, I watched this video from this guy named Renner Gracie, and he said that I should be learning these set techniques, and that if I'm learning anything else, that I'm not learning the fundamentals of jujitsu. I've also had a bunch of people message me over the past couple of years talking about their beginner class, just kind of wondering what are the true fundamentals of jujitsu? What should they be learning? Now, I believe that it has never been more difficult to teach uh, jujitsu than in the year 2023. And the reason for that is, is just how much the game has evolved. If you're training at a modern jiu-jitsu school, a school that is up to date on all things grappling, then you are going to be really just like exposed to so many different techniques over the course of a year. And I remember like 10 years ago, I guess it was what, 13 years ago when I started. The first place I went to, 
we went over the same handful of techniques every couple of months we'd rotate and you know after um, the first four months we just went back to the beginning and started the curriculum again when I switched after about a year to Brandon's gym, it was very similar, except the curriculum was really based off of Eddie's books. Now, 10th Planet, for the longest time, people had these huge misconceptions that all that is being taught is the rubber guard lockdown and the truck position that could not be further from the truth. And when I first started training with Brandon, while that was part of the curriculum, there also were um, you know, big emphasis on uh, you know, different positions like the butterfly guard, traditional closed guard. We looked over a bunch of half guard passing. Um, we did a little bit of standing passing. I remember like drilling Toriandos and stuff. But yeah, the curriculum was was similar in that, you know, every four or five months we were going back to the beginning. After I'd been with Brandon for about a year, uh, and I was a blue belt at this time. That's when the 10th planet warmups came out. And that was the new fundamentals for the 10th planet association. And these fundamentals were a series of movements um, where both partners had responsibility. So there would be an attack and a response to the attack. And in the beginning, it would be like three or four move sequences. There was an A, B, C, D, E, G. Oh my gosh, I just messed up the alphabet. There was an A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. So there were eight letters, and each one of those letters had four sequences in them. And Eddie wanted these to be done at the beginning of every class. And he said that they should take anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes. I say all that to say that since then, Jiu-Jitsu has just continued to evolve. And so many of the holes that were in Jiu-Jitsu are starting to be filled. Whether it's the stand-up, like wrestling, and the different takedowns that we're starting to see, the pinning ideas, the leg locks, just all the attacks that have developed. There's been a lot of defensive, um, you know, new defensive ideas being thrown around. There's just been so much added to the game that learning jujitsu in 2023 like if you're just starting there is so much to teach a student that you could start with standing wrestling and then at the end of the year you could have just not even got into leg locks i mean you could have just started with standing uh, wrestling and then after that got into after the takedown into pinning and then passing from half guard and then some defensive stuff and not gotten into so many things that are fundamental for any student to know if they're trying to be a modern grappler. And I feel like the modern grappler is obviously superior to any grappler that has existed in the past. I mean, I just see in our students, some of these blue belts that can leg lock, they can do takedowns, they can pass the guard well, they understand how to retain their guard. They're just doing things that I could not imagine doing when I was even a purple and brown belt. And they learned this at white and blue belt. And so I think if you just believe, just believe that your instructor knows what they're doing, that there is a new set of fundamentals. And so if you look back at some of the old YouTube videos, or especially if you look at some of the more traditional uh, like professors out there that are 
you know, really telling you, hey, you need to just learn the closed guard and you need to learn the triangle armbar. And if your instructor is showing you anything other than the triangle armbar and the Kimura uh, Americana from side control and a headlock escape and they're not teaching you like how, they're not spending a ton of time teaching you how to shrimp, then you are learning jujitsu wrong. And that you're not going to be able to learn these advanced techniques if you do not learn a headlock escape. I have to call BS on that. There is no truth to that. And I want you guys to all know, like, yes, jiu-jitsu is as advanced as it's ever been. I mean, we're constantly taking techniques from wrestling and sambo and judo and just even just other jiu-jitsu practitioners that are innovating the game. And it's being done all the time. And so guys like myself and Brandon that are really invested into making our jiu-jitsu um, as up-to-date as possible and just making sure our students have all the technology that's out there. Like, yeah, again, it's, it's that's really difficult to do. But I think it leads to you being a superior grappler. And learning a headlock technique, yes, it's going to teach you I mean, there's obviously like principles <laughs> behind that, but at the same time, it's not going to prepare you how, how to play X guard. It's not going to prepare you how to do a leg lock. It's not going to prepare you how to do a double leg. So just accept, okay, that the jujitsu is different. Grappling looks different. And in 2023, there are thousands of techniques that I think every grappler should know right like there's tons and tons and tons of stuff out there that a well-rounded grappler is going to need to have in their toolbox and it's going to take you years to do that but I guarantee that you will be a better grappler in the long run 10 years of learning at a school like that that's going to start hey you've been here six weeks well hey we're going to show you this x guard uh you know we're going to be playing from x guard and we're going to do look at two sweeps from x guard one's going to be a tilt sweep the second sweep is going to be the stand-up sweep where you just stand and really come up on a single leg and then we're going to look at that reverse x entry like if your school's looking at that there's three techniques in that so we're starting an x guard going over the first two sweeps and then we're going to look at that reverse entry into the honey hole position. Like if your school's teaching that you in the, be uh, the beginner class, I guarantee after 10 years of grappling, you are going to be so much better. You are going to kick the ass of the person that has been learning headlocks for their first year. Like, uh, we're going to be, we're going over headlock series A again. And uh, they've been training for nine months. I guarantee that you are going to be able to destroy that person. Now, while learning the headlocks in the short run, like it's going to make you feel better, it's going to be much easier for you to understand, it's a much simpler technique, but when you're getting that high power and you're like learning technology like that early on, man, after a couple of years, you are going to be so much closer to being a mat assassin than those other guys. 
So just put a smile on your face. Understand there's, you're going to be frustrated. There's going to be techniques that come much slower than others for whatever reason. I don't understand. Maybe it's body types. Maybe it's just on different brains. I don't know because I know there have been things that have stumped me for years. And it's taken me years to finally start to add them to my game. It's going to be the same for you. But I was always exposed to the newest techniques and I would not trade that for anything and I just see what our students have been exposed to and what some of those guys are turning into as blue and purple belts and it is terrifying it is terrifying today guys I actually want to leave you with a quote this is a quote that I've been thinking a lot about over the past month and it goes like this the magic that you are looking for is hidden in the work you have been avoiding. Until next time, guys, I love and appreciate you.